believe I've said it here before, but uh, you know the songs will talk about God searching through heaven and seeing if there be one willing to be. And uh, I just got news for you. He's the only one that would die the way he did. And he's the only one that could die the way he did. Amen. God didn't search, God didn't search through heaven. It was, it was foreordained before the foundation of the earth. He is the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. And that don't make me a Calvinist. That makes me a Bible believer. Amen. And I thank God for what he did this morning. I'll just be honest with you. If y'all didn't enjoy anything this morning, I enjoyed it. Amen. And I had a good time preaching this morning. And I enjoy the Bible. I thank God for the Word of God. And, uh, I, you know, some folks want to be a hard preacher. And some folks want to be a glory preacher. But I just want to be a Bible preacher. Amen. And if the Bible's uh, preaching the glory right there, I want to be preaching the glory. And if the, the Bible's hard, and the Bible is hard in some areas. Amen. And I, I, want, to be, I want to be hard right there. Amen. But I, all together, I want to be a Bible preacher. And that's what God's put on my heart for this week. And I tell you, this is the core of the church here this week. And uh, I thank y'all for being here this afternoon. And I just want to exhort you. Listen, you'll get out of you'll get you'll get out of this meeting what you put into it. Amen. I was telling the men about Glade Baptist Church uh, over in uh, uh, right outside of Adairsville, Georgia, and they, they they small congregation just like y'all. They've been around since Moby Dick was a man. Amen. It's it's been there for a long time. But uh, uh, God uh, saw fit last. year. August, we went there for, I believe it was Sunday through Wednesday meeting. I thought it was three days, but it was Sunday through Wednesday. And Brother Kyle Coker's the pastor there. And God began to move. We ended up going two and a half weeks. And God let us see 18 people saved. But more than that, God allowed us to see that church. I honestly, if I've ever been in a true church revival. Now, salvation, evangelism, it's great. But that is not revival, amen. Uh, uh, revival is when God's people move up on God as a whole. And I'm telling y'all, and, and I wish Brother Kyle was here to testify about it. And I believe he would. God has changed their church. And I love what y'all have here. I love your people. I was glad to see new faces here, but I'm glad to see the folks that stuck it out and, and, and stood the test of time, and I'll just be honest with you, and I don't believe y'all want to just stay where you're at, amen, I believe you want to go further in the work of God, and that's what I want to preach on this afternoon, uh, if God will help me, turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 1, but I, I'll, I'll exhort you, you'll get out of this meeting what you put into it. If you want God to move, you need to be praying. Amen. We need to pray. I was in a meeting last week, and honestly, it was Sunday through Friday. Every morning and night we have service, morning and night service. Excuse me. And uh, I'll just be honest with you. There wasn't a service during the week last week, uh, during the whole week, Sunday through Friday, Brother Keith, that I did not feel the presence of God. I mean, every single service I felt the presence of God. Amen. And I'll just be honest with you. Y'all been in a lot of meetings. And it ain't always like that. And I told them Friday night, I believe God had somebody praying. Amen. And if you'll pray, your children need to be saved. There's grandchildren that need to be saved. Your neighbors need to be saved. We need, as the church, need to be revived. And uh, let's pray for that. Let's pray that God will move this week. Let's stand for the reading and reverence of God's Word. And uh, I, I want to read Mark 1. I was reading here last night just in my daily Bible reading. And uh, I, I, God began to work. I've always, again, like this morning, I've always wanted to preach out of these verses. 
And I had some thoughts that, but last night God just just poured it out on me. You know what it's like, brother, brother Keith. You sometimes you study because you've got to get ready to to preach, and you want to have something out of the Word of God. I don't believe there's anything wrong with that, but there's times that God just overturns it on you and bursts a message in your heart. And this is what it is for me today. Uh, Mark chapter one, verse number one: the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face which shall prepare thy way before thee the voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the Lord make his path straight John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins and there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan confessing their sins and John was was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of skin about his loins and he did eat locusts and wild honey and preached saying there cometh one mightier than I after me hallelujah I am one mightier than I after me the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost amen And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and uh, was baptized of John and Jordan and straightway coming up out of the water he saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him and there came a voice from heaven saying thou art my beloved son and who I am well whom I am well pleased and immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness dear heavenly father I thank you for this day Lord I thank you for what you did this morning but Lord this is a new service this is a different service and I pray that this afternoon that you fill me with the Holy Ghost of God. I pray that you drive away every distraction or hindrance or binding force of hell and the devil in the flesh. I pray nobody would have their mind on anything other than what's going on right now. I pray that you'd illuminate the scriptures to us. Give every one of us an ear to hear and let us hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. I pray again you fill me and use me today. If you don't touch me, I'll just be talking. I love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Thank you. Might be seated. Now this afternoon, I've read uh, one of the parts and you can read about John the Baptist in all four Gospels. You can read about him in Matthew in chapter 3 specifically you and, and Luke they give a big account. Luke gives a big account of what happened in John's birth about his family about how he had a Holy Ghost filled family Amen. His daddy was full of the Holy Ghost. His mama was full of the Holy Ghost and the Bible says he was full of the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb Amen. And I don't, you say I don't understand all that. I don't either. And it ain't up to me to understand it. It's up to me to preach it. Amen. And so I, I see a lot about John the Baptist there. And then we get into John, the, uh, the book of John. And you see in chapter 1, you'll see about the work of John the Baptist. And of course through Matthew, as we mentioned this morning, uh, there's uh, sprinklings of his ministry all through the Gospels. But he was the forerunner of Christ. Would y'all agree with that? Amen. And he was the one that Malachi prophesied about. But this morning, uh, uh, this afternoon, I, I was reading last night and uh, I was reading about John the Baptist and God began to just show me things out of his life here in the book of Mark and it intrigued me if you will and I said man he sure did have a lot in his life 
I said, John had some things in his life that you don't... As a matter of fact, there is no other character like John the Baptist in the Word of God. The closest will be Elijah. He came in the spirit of Elijah. And so I... And, and, and they said that Elijah would come. Amen. He came in the spirit of Elijah. So I, I, as I began to read last night, and I ciphered again. Amen. I studied. I, I, I just ate it up. And God said, I mean, that right there is good. Amen. And, and that, he had that right there. And, and God showed me some things that John had and I'll just be honest with y'all I understand that Christ is to be our, our example I believe Christ is to be the one we want to model ourselves after but I'll tell you this this morning or this afternoon I'm going to say this morning it's, it's still daylight out so I'm going to say this morning but it is the afternoon unless you live in California I think I think they're, been, they're still in the morning amen uh, but hear, hear me now I, I, there was some things I know he spoke, uh, God, Jesus is our example but this this afternoon, I want to say that there's a bunch of things in John's life that I wish I had in my life. Amen. I understand Jesus is our main example, Brother Bobby, but I believe we can glean out of others' lives in the Word of God. And I'm not trying to be John like that today. I want to be like Christ-like. Amen. But this afternoon, I believe that John was a reflection of Christ. Amen. And I want to, I want some of these things that John had. And I, that's the thought that time of my thought this afternoon is I want, I, I want to have uh, what John had. Amen. I want to have what John had. And you might be asking, what do you have, Brother Chris? And I, I've got five little things this afternoon. And I won't keep you long. I'll tell you, like Elizabeth Taylor told her seventh husband, I won't keep you long. Amen. I, I want to see these five things that God, the Holy Ghost, showed me last night. And I want to preach on them. And I don't know about you today, church. I, I, I don't know about what you want. Uh, but I'm telling you what I want. I want what John had. Amen. And so I see first tonight or this afternoon, I see in verse 2, the Bible says, and as it is written, the prophets in the prophets, behold, I, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee. Now, uh, the first thing John had is John had a verse. Amen. John had a verse. Everything that he did in his life, he had a verse for it. Amen. He had the word of God. And the Here's how he knew he was in the will of God. He knew he was in the will of God because his life lined up with the Word of God. Amen. Let me tell you, the word, the will of God for your life is not hard to find. I believe this with all of my heart that if you'll live what God has laid out in His Word, if you'll just live the practical things in the Word of God and live it out in your life, that you won't have to find the, the, the exact will of God for your life. It will find you. Amen. Amen. Hey, the will of God is not a mystery. The will of God is that you be saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, and live out this book in your daily life. Amen. I'll tell you, last uh, a few months ago, my wife and I, we were faced with some things that uh, we were really troubled and struggled. Brother, Brother Keith, there were some things uh, uh, that we were scared and fearful of. And I know God had not given us the spirit of fear and a bondage, but uh, the spirit of fear, but of love and the power and of a sound mind. But I want to tell you, there's some things that will happen in life. That'll shake you up. And we were fearing. We, I remember laying in bed that night and it had even been said that we didn't need to take the Bible so literal that day. And I, I'm not picking on nobody. I'm not being ugly. But I'm talking about we was in distress. Y'all ever been there? Amen. And yeah, the kind of distress, Brother Law, that every once in a while you get in that much it'll make you wonder if you're doing right. Amen. And we laid in bed that night and I, we was both troubled. We couldn't sleep. And I reached over there and, I, and the light was off 
off. The baby was in the room with us and I didn't want to turn the light on. But I reached over and grabbed my phone and went over there to the Bible. And I began to show, we began to read Scripture over what we was doing in our life that was under attack. Hey, Brother Bobby, it was a dark night. And I'll tell you, it wouldn't, I didn't, it didn't just, I didn't just get better, amen. But I'm going to tell you this. Her glory came in my soul. I leaned over to her. I said, baby, as long as we can say the Bible says about what we're doing in our life, hey, whether the government doesn't like it, whether our families don't like it, whether society doesn't like it, if I can say the Bible says about my life, I don't have anything to worry about, neighbor. Hey, I'm telling you this afternoon, hey, John had a burst for everything he did in his life. Amen. He didn't have to hang his head in shame. Those society did not like him. I, I'll say more about that in a minute. But though the, the, the people criticized him, though the, the, the government, Herod is the one who killed him because of Herodias, his brother's wife. And they were living in adultery. I mentioned that this morning. They were living in an adulterous, sensual, a perverted affair and adultery. I don't even like to call it an affair. It's the world trying to, trying to dress up sin. Amen. It's adultery. It's shacking up. Amen. Hey, but you hear me and hear me well this afternoon. Hey, the, though the government didn't like him, though the world, some of society didn't like him, though the religious folks of the day didn't like him, you go reading on in the, in the Gospels and you'll find out there's a day that the, 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 the Pharisees came to Jesus and they were trying to catch him in his words and, and trip him up. And I got news for you, you ain't going to trip Jesus up. And he answered their question with a question. He said, I'll answer you if you'll answer me this. He said, John the Baptist, was he of God or not of God? Or of Man, amen. And here's the here's the Pharisees. They they done got their cookie caught, hand caught in the cookie jar, amen. Brother Keith, those Pharisees, they said, well, if we say he's of the of God, uh, the, then then uh, if we say if we, he's of God, we'll have to be admitting that he's a prophet. We'll have to admit that. And then they said, we don't want to admit that, amen, because that means we're wrong and he's right. And they said, if if, if we say that he's not of God, then the people are probably going to stone us because they all believed he was a prophet. And so they said, we, we just don't know, amen. Bunch of liars, amen. Hey, I'm telling you this afternoon, though the religious crowd may turn against you, hey, though the brethren, I'll just be honest, though the brethren may turn against you, hey, though other preachers, Brother Keith, may turn against us, hey, though the world, though the government may turn against us, I want to say, if you can say that the Bible says about what you're doing in your life, if you've got a verse, you don't have to worry, amen. Hey, if you've got the word, on it, you don't have to worry, amen. Hey, I'm telling you this afternoon, I'm glad John had a verse, and I want a verse this afternoon. Me and my wife, we dress a certain way, and there are certain ways we won't dress, Brother Keith. You know why? Not because a preacher made us. That's right, preacher. Amen. Not because Brother Gravely set us down when I joined the church said, now if you're going to be here, you're going to have to do No, he never did that. Amen. Not because my parents made us. That's right. Not because her parents That's made right. us. Not because of some pressure somewhere. Miss Susan, I mean that with all my heart. We dress the way we dress because we got a verse on it. Amen. Amen. He said, let the women adorn themselves in Amen. modest apparel. Amen. Hey, hey, it talks about distinction between the way a man dresses and the way a woman Amen. dresses. And they crucified all the old time preachers Amen. because they, they preached that women were cross-dressing because they were wearing men's apparel. And now what do we got? We got men wearing dresses, amen. amen. And we've got all kind of mess. 
out there in the street. Say amen right there. Y'all help me out now. Hey, I'm telling you this afternoon, I don't put my head down because my wife wears a dress. That don't make her any better than anybody else. I'm just telling you, I don't put my head down about it. I'm not ashamed about it because I got a verse for it. Amen. I don't get nervous when I preach that neither. Look, and I'm not being mean. If you don't want to do it that way, that's up to you and God. It's my responsibility to preach the Word of God. And that's what I'm doing today. Hey, and I don't get nervous. Do you know why? Because the Bible says cry loud and spare not. Amen. The Bible says reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. I don't believe I've got a bad spirit about it, Brother Keith. I'm not mad about it. I'm not ugly about it. Hey, I'm not King James. Hey, I'm King James only, but I'm not King James ugly. Amen. Hey, but I'm telling you this afternoon, I don't worry about it. It don't scare me. It's not something we are fretting about and worried about every day. It's not of God. It's not of man. It's of the Bible. Amen. Hey, and we do what we do. There's things we won't watch. There's things we won't listen to. There's places we won't go. But there's a lot of things that we do do because it's in the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Say amen right there. If that makes you know, if that killed it, it needs to be shot in the head. Amen. 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 You know what? I can preach on sin all, uh, all day. I can preach on sin all day. And Brother Keith, sinners won't get mad about it because they know they're sinners. They Amen. know it's wicked. Amen. But you know when you start preaching it tight like that, what's in the Word of God, Amen. saints will get upset about it. Amen. Amen. I said it don't make me and her better than nobody else. There came a day God said, you ain't going to wear that to me. I'm talking about me. God said, you ain't going to wear that no more. And he gave me a verse for it. Hey, there's things. I remember putting the snuff in my mouth. Amen. Help me now. Oh, yes. I remember putting the dip of snuff in my mouth. And I read over there in 1 Corinthians 6, 12. It said, all things are lawful unto me, but not all things are expedient. All things are lawful to me, but I will not come under the power of any. You know what? I was addicted to that stuff. I was dependent on that stuff. And if there's anything in this world that you're addicted to or dependent to other than the Lord Jesus Christ, you are not right. Amen. Amen. You say, well, you ain't got a verse that says thou shalt not dip snuff. Yeah, and I don't have a verse that says thou shalt not smoke crack either. But we just got some common sense here, ain't we? Amen. That's exactly right. I do have a verse, though, that says we should not be under the power and bondage of anything. Amen. That's exactly right. I'm not, hey, I'll just be, can I be uh, uh, confessing your faults? There's times, Brother Keith, and I try to use that Facebook as a tool, and we're using it today as a tool. The, the Word of God is going out today. Amen. We're using it as a tool. But I'll just be honest with y'all today. Amen. Can I be honest? There's times I have to step away from it for a week or, week or so. I'm not against you having Facebook, but I'm against it having you. I'm not against you having a television. I'm against it having you. I'm not against you having, having fun and, and recreation within, within the bounds of the Word of God. Now, I'm not talking about sin. Y'all understand that? But there are things that are not necessarily sin. A television is not sin. But what you do with it, how much time you spend on it, hey, all the things you watch on it, that's when it becomes sin. That's when it becomes a way. Am I making sense? Hey, when the Christian life, it's not a question of good or bad. It is a question of good or best. Amen. And I don't know about you. I want what John had. Amen. I want a verse. I want to be in the Word of God in everything I do. Hey, and it's not good or bad. It's good or best. And I want the best in my life. Amen. Amen. I spent too much time there. 
And it probably made somebody mad, but I I just, amen. A verse. John had a verse, but he had a voice. In verses 3 through 4, I want to read them. The voice of one crying, the voice, amen, I like it, amen. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. But in verses 7 through 8, it says, And preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I, after the, uh, me, the la- uh, uh, than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Now let me say, up until this point, uh, uh, up until this point in history, it had been a, a silent time of 400 years. Can you imagine not having God move or or say anything for 400 years? Now you understand today we have the Word of God, amen. Amen. We have the revealed Word of God. But in the Old Testament, I mean, them them prophets were prophesying. And what they were prophesying was, thus saith the Lord, it was the Word of God. And it had been 400 years since God people had, had heard from God. And all of a sudden, out of the wilderness, Brother Bobby, came a voice. Amen. Amen. And if, he, if, if God had been silent for 400 years, I reckon the first voice he sends out is going to be saying some pretty important things. Amen. Amen. What, did John, what, did, what was John's voice? What was he saying? He was saying, repent. I can't think of a better word to say. Hey, repent. Amen. I'm telling you this afternoon, we will not have revival this week without God's people seeing their sin and seeing a need to move up on God and repenting of their sin. Amen. This sin is the message we have heard of Him and declaring to you that God is is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and and walk in darkness we lie and do not the truth but if we walk in the light if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sin I'm glad this afternoon hey if you if you've ever repented you'll keep on repenting amen hey I'm telling you this afternoon I don't care how cold you are I don't care how callous you are I don't care how lukewarm you are hey I'm telling you this afternoon you can get right with God saint you can get right with God Christian you can repent Amen. He wasn't just saying it to saints. He was saying it to sinners. Amen. We have a lack of repentance today. People are afraid to, to, to preach repentance because they say it's a work. But I've got news for you this afternoon. Repentance is not a work. It is a ceasing from works. Amen. There is nothing you can do in the flesh to make you get saved. Amen. Hey, but you've got to turn from your works of the flesh... Turn and turn towards God in repentance. Amen. Amen. Repentance towards God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is biblical salvation. John preached repentance in verse number 15. Jesus preached repentance. Chapter 6, I believe it is, the disciples preached repentance. You go to Luke 16, the man in hell's preaching repentance. You go to Acts chapter 2 and the church is preaching repentance. Paul preached repentance. Acts 20. Hey, hey, it's the message to repent. was his voice. He preached humility. He said, the one's coming after me. I ain't even worthy to latch his shoes up. Amen. That's that'll kill a service, won't it? You ever seen such a prideful day? 
I know the world's prideful, but I believe the church has become prideful. Miss Susan, I, I, can I be honest with you all? Again, I battle pride all the time. And I ain't, I, I'm not good at nothing. <laughs> amen. I, play, I can't even play the, back, the guitar right side up. Amen. I play it backwards. I'm, I'm being honest with you all this afternoon. The, the devil and the flesh will team up on you. The devil's in the flesh. And they'll get to telling you you're something. I said it on Facebook this past week, but the, moment, the day we think we're something, we've really become nothing. Amen. Hey, this afternoon, I'm telling you, he preached humility. That's something. It's one thing to see it in somebody's life, but it's a whole other thing for a man of God to get up and preach Amen. on him. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before Amen. the fall. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm telling you this afternoon, pride is eating us up. We think we've got it all figured out. Hey, I, I've been around some crowds that they ain't got all the doctrine that we understand. They don't have it all lined out and figured out. But you know what they do have? They have humility. Amen. Amen. And I, hey, I'll just be honest with y'all. Can I be honest? I'd rather have a humble spirit than to understand the depths and the, all this of the, the doctrines of the world. I want a humble Amen. spirit. Amen. Amen. I ain't putting emphasis on ignorance or intelligence. I'm just telling you, I want pride. Amen. I don't want pride in my life Amen. this afternoon. I, I, I see he, his voice was hollering out repentance and humility. And I'll tell you this. We see, according to verse 3, he was preparing the world for the, for the Lord. Amen. Now, understand that Jesus was about to come the first time here. Is that right? Amen. Jesus was, he was about to begin his earthly ministry. John's ministry was getting the world ready for Jesus. Amen. Now, how many of y'all believe Jesus is about to come back? Amen. Amen. Now, I don't believe the church lives like they, they believe it. I believe we say it with our doctrine and our creeds and our, and our covenants, but I do not believe that the church, if we believe that Jesus is coming back, we'd, be, we'd go lock people up in our trunk and drag them to church. Amen. If we really believed that the Lord was about to come back, we would do whatever it took to get our friends and our neighbors and our loved ones and our enemies and our foes, we'd do whatever it took to get them to Jesus. John gave his life. He went in the wilderness with God. Didn't come out until God said so. And when he did come out, he gave every last ounce of his life to get the world ready for Christ. Amen. I want what John had. Amen. Jesus is about to come back. I understand it's different. I understand. But Jesus is about to come back. I want to get the world ready, Miss Susan. I want people Amen. to get saved. Amen. Brother Keith, I want people to get Amen. right with God. Jesus is Amen. about to come back. He preached salvation. Verse 8, he said, But he, the one that's coming after me, Jesus, he's not going to baptize you with water. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now that's not speaking in tongues. Amen. Amen. Right. When you get saved, it is a spiritual baptism. Amen. 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 That's exactly right. When you get saved, you are baptized into the family of God by the Holy Ghost of God. You are indwelt with the Spirit. And, and listen, we can argue over terms all day long, but hear me, there's, on, there's one baptism of the Spirit, and there's many fillings. Amen. Amen. That's exactly right. Being filled with the Holy Ghost and being baptized of the Holy Ghost are two separate different things. And hear me, and hear me well this afternoon, when Jesus came, He opened up the door for us to be baptized of the Spirit. And the night I got saved, I got baptized by the Holy Ghost of God. Amen. Salvation. He preached Jesus. That was His ministry. Amen. 
You know what his life verse was? John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. I heard Brother Dana Williams preach one time. He preached, he said, John was big, and he was bad, and he was just John. Amen. Big, bad John. Amen. He had that big, huge ministry. And it just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You know why? Because he didn't want to get in the way of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, I don't want to get in the way of Jesus. Amen. Brother Keith, you, some time ago I, I, I put that verse on a note card and put it up over my desk. I see it every day. I got it wrote in my Bible. If I've ever signed your Bible, and not that I'm worthy to sign a Bible, but if I've ever signed your Bible, I put John 3.30 on it. I want to get out of the way of Jesus. Amen. 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 I want to point others. Doc, this morning, I love it. There's a special unction that comes around when you're preaching Jesus. Amen. I just want to point people. I want to point, but I can't help nobody. I can't can't lift nobody up out of trouble. I I can't save anybody. But I know a man who can. And his name is Jesus. Amen. He had a voice. I see quickly. He had victory. Verse 5. But the Bible says, and there went out unto him all. Is that all? Is that all? All the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized. How many? All. Baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, Brother Keith, it looks to me like he had a pretty big following. Would you all agree with that? I mean, we ain't talking about Delta, Alabama, population negative three. Amen. (laughs) Amen. We ain't talking about that. I'm talking about this is a big city. Jerusalem. And then he broadened it. The state. that It would have been the section of that area. Judea. Uh, the, the, around, the surrounding. So y'all are in Delta. But you're in Alabama. Amen. He, 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 all the people in Jerusalem and Judea. That state. That area around them. They came out to him. And were baptized of him. That's a pretty big victory. Amen. Now can I say that it ain't always... I mean, knocking the walls out and growing. We talked about this earlier. It ain't always like that. But there's times in your life, in your Christian walk, in your, in your ministry, Brother Keith, in the church's time, hey, there's times when there's victory, amen. amen. There's times amen. you might go a week or so or three weeks and then it seems like nothing's happening, but then all of a sudden somebody will get to praying. All of a sudden somebody will get their joy back. All of a sudden somebody will get to worshiping and saying amen again. All of a sudden sinners will be back on the altar. Hey, I'm telling you, it ain't always victory. It ain't always or it ain't always victory of seeing things like that. Hey, but I'm telling you this morning, hey, it's still there, amen. Victory is still there. Hey, we're not working to victory, we're working from victory. The victory Calvary's already been won, and he had some victorious times in his ministry. I want that. I'd be be flat line. Well, we had that tent meeting last year, Brother Keith. All them people saved, them people coming. I mean, I get nervous. It's about the same. I mean, I preach to 30 or 40 people every night. I don't preach to, I don't preach to a whole bunch of people, Brother Keith. And that's just, I'm not upset about it. I'm, thank, I'm thankful for what God lets me do. I'm thankful. I mean that. If it was just two people sitting here, I'd preach. I mean it. I'd preach like it was 100 here. But when I get in them big crowds, it makes me nervous because I ain't used to it. I'd be lying to you, though, if I, if I said I didn't want it every, every Sunday, every week. And five, six hundred people coming to that tent, all them churches getting together, people on the altar every night, unction to preach every time. 
It, hey, it ain't always like that, but God gives you times in your Amen. life. Amen. Amen. This ain't just for preachers, by the way. Amen. It's for everybody. Amen. God gives you times of victory, and I Amen. thank God for it. I, I'm going to hasten. I see his vesture. Verse 6, what he was wearing, his vesture. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey. I see the, 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 the divine help in his vesture. That camel's hair, camels in the Word of God is a picture of grace. You go back to the Old Testament, every time you see camels, it's a picture of grace. They, they carry the water. I ain't got time to preach on it, but they, they, the way they're built and the, they carry the water and, and they'll keep going. They'll store water up in their body and they'll keep going even when the time gets dry. Can I get an amen right there? Hey, you know what John had? He had divine help. He was clothed in grace. Amen. As straight as he was and as hard as he was in his preaching, he was clothed in grace. Amen. And I don't know about y'all, but everything I do, I want to be... A, I want to have that divine help. I want the grace of God in my life. I want it to be real. I don't want to be prideful. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, He said, He said, Humble yourselves before the mighty hand of God, and I will exalt you in due time. It said that God resisteth the proud and giveth grace unto the humble. If I'm going to have grace in my life, I've got to be humble, or else God will resist me. Amen. I want to have that divine help. I want to have that distinction. It said that he wore a leathern girdle. If you studied the times back then, very few people would have worn that. They wore those long cloaks. They wore. Uh, uh, Jesus told them to take two coats. You know, they wore the long uh, coats and things like that. And the men would have wore linen breeches, and they would have had an undercovering. But it was. It, this was a different. That everybody wouldn't walk around dressed like John. Matter of fact, that's why God told us what he had on. That it was a distinction. Did you know that he wasn't trying to be? culturally relevant Amen. Amen. Amen Matter of fact he was trying to on purpose be different Did you know I'm just breaking it down. What we are, we should not be trying to be culturally relevant. We should not be trying to, to fit in. Amen. I go to church after church after church, and, and, the, and the ladies and the men, it seems, and I'm not being ugly. I'm not being a fuddy dud. I'm not saying you need to walk around like Laura Ingalls Wilder. Amen. Can I get an amen? You ain't got to wear a tater sack. Amen. You ladies can dress pretty. Amen. amen. But we shouldn't dress worldly. Amen. We shouldn't dress to draw the attention to us, amen. amen. We should not dress flat. Can I get an amen, amen. right there? Hey, we shouldn't dress this. That's one problem I have with the modern church movement and the modernist movement is everybody there looks just like everybody out there. Amen. The tattoos and the, and, the, and the tightness and the effeminacy in the men. It's producing effeminate men. Hey, we should be different. There should be a distinction. And I don't mind saying this afternoon. I want what John had. I want to be distinctly different than what's going on Amen. around us. Amen. I ain't got time to preach Amen. all this. Half of him is done taking a nap. Amen. Every, that's why I've been hitting the pulpit. Wake people up. Amen. Then I see his diet. I'm talking about his vesture now. And it said, another poet said he had honey in his beard. Amen. So I talked about his vesture. Is that all right? Amen. I see his diet, Brother Keith. In the Old Testament, and, we're, and, and, and if you really put two and two together here, Jesus has not died. So we were still, they were still living in an Old Testament economy here even when John was around. He was a prophet. That's what he was. And if you read in the Old Testament, in, in, that, in, that, in the wilderness time, in the wilderness experience, they were eating, what, manna? 
But what they say, there, there's a lamb flowing with what? Milk and honey. Can you imagine this wild man coming out? Clothed in grace. Camel's hair on him. I'm talking about he walks out. He says, turn in your Bibles to Malachi. Amen. That's what he's saying. He's, he's got a verse, don't he? Amen. He's got a verse. Go look it up. It's in Malachi. He says, turn in Malachi. Amen. I believe he might have even had a little hack. Amen. He's got that leathern girdle separating him from everybody else. Didn't nobody look like him. He was saying, I'm distinct. I'm, I've got divine health. God's clothed me in His, hey, in his grace and God's going to help me. And then all of a sudden they look down and say, what in the world? He's got, he's got locusts sticking out of his beard. Uh, Miss Chloe helps me now. But y'all pray for me. I'll get stuff in my beard all the time. Amen. I, I mean, it'll just, I'll be sitting there eating, talking to somebody important. And Miss Chloe say, you got something in your beard. You know what that let them know? That know, lets them know, number one, what I've been eating. Amen. They, that lets them know where I've been. Right. Hey! Amen. Did you lend it? Hey, listen to me now. John, hey, won't the Spirit feel love? Amen. He knew what Canaan Amen. was. He had been to Canaan. Amen. And you're not going to lead anybody else to Canaan until you go. Amen. 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 His distinction, he wasn't trying to please man. He was trying to please God. It would be good for us to do that. I see lastly this afternoon. Y'all probably saying, let, talking about Pharaoh, let my people go. Amen. I see his visitation. Verse 10 and 11. Would you read it with me? I, I'm going to pick up in verse 9. And it came to pass in those days. And if you read Matthews, there's a, this, this discussion there. John says, I need to be baptized of you. And Jesus said, no, this is needful. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. There came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, whom I am well pleased. John had a voice. I want a voice like John. John had a verse. I want to be like John. I want to have a verse like John. John had victory. Brother, Brother Keith, I want us to have victory. John, he had a vesture. He was different. He, he, he talked about his diet. He, he, he was divinely helped. But lastly, this afternoon, John had a visitation. I want to be like John. I want what John had. John had a visitation. Now the Catholics, so you go read Matthew Henry's commentary on Matthew 3. He says that they went down in the water and John sprinkled him. We go in them Presbyterian buildings up north and there's stained glass windows and they'll have a naked man, which John was clothed. He wasn't naked. I don't understand what they can't understand about clothes. A man standing there with a six-pack and big old chest and in the river with Jesus. I'm like, my goodness, don't put that up in your church. Amen. That bunch of carnal women looking at the stained glass windows the whole service. Brother Keith, they'll have a, a picture of, of a long-haired hippie Jesus in the water and John standing there sprinkling him. Go read Matthew Henry on Matthew 3. He says that they went down in the water and he was sprinkled. My foot said they came up out of the water. Amen. Amen. Now, our, that might not mean much to you and that might mean simple to you, but our, that we had a lot of Baptist forefathers that died for what I just said. Amen. Amen. Because it is baptism by immersion. I ain't trying to preach a doctrinal message on baptism, but it's just the truth. Amen. But can you imagine? Here's John. 
He's been preaching all these things that's going to happen. And all of a sudden, here's Jesus. Can you imagine? Here he is. He's standing here in the water. He's got Jesus in his hands. He sees, he sees the heavens open and he hears God the Father with his ears. And then all of a sudden the dove descends of the Spirit. And he sees the Holy Ghost with his eyes. I'm talking about that day in his ministry. He had a, he had a visitation of God. He had God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, God the Father wrapping all around him. Hey, God showed up on his ministry. God showed up at one of his church services. And you know what? I'm praying for the lighthouse man this church this week. You know what I'm praying for this old boy right here. You know what I'm praying for you preacher. I'm praying that God will visit us this week. God will visit us. He had a visitation. I don't know about you. I've been asking God. God showed me. I couldn't sleep part last night. I laid in bed. I'm like man. Lord I want those things. I want what John had. I don't know about you. I want what John had. I want them to come with the song, Brother Shannon. Y'all come around. 